got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773-888. Seven seven, Jesse, J E S S E, Jesse. My biblical question for this week. My biblical question this week: Are you a whole or divided person? Are you a whole? or divided person? That's the biblical question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com. jessaleepeterson.com. All right? And if you're out and about anywhere in the world, anywhere, no matter what you're doing, you can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad, by calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. And don't forget to follow, like, hit the button, ring the bell. And all that. Let me drink some water here. Ring the bell. And all that. Amazing. So. It is Thursday. You know what that means. Every Thursday. It is Bible Thumper Thumper Thursday. The sign outside the New Era Baptist Church in Birmingham reads a black vote for Trump is a mental illness. I am the daughter of two pastors. You will emerge from that as an atheist. President Joe Biden is only the second Catholic president. The Pope like, if you They call him the Holy Father. Ain't nothing holy about the Pope. God, why? 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 Why George God? Holy mackerel. Preach for us and let us and then tell us what it is you mean. I can't believe you people follow a man. What the amazing Bible Thumper Thursday and Bible Thumper Thursday is here. We deal with all the issues, but Bible Thumper Thursday is set aside so that. You know, the Bible thumping people, all they do is thump the Bible. They can't really have a conversation. So we set aside a little time so we can have a conversation with them, if possible. So 888, there's one one light open, 
888-77-JESSE. And we're here Monday through Friday, heard around the world by everybody and their mama. It's amazing. I um, I want to encourage you to, again, to wake up. It's up to you, but you want that higher insight of living and not the lower one. If you want to be, have peace on earth, you don't just want, you just don't want to be happy. Happiness is not of God. Happiness is just, it's a come and go moment because it's of darkness and it's not of the light. Christ came to bring peace. He didn't come to bring happiness. Happiness is of your father, the devil. Sadness and fear and worry and anxiety, overreaction, revenge, uh, jealousy and envy and strife is of your father, the devil. Fear. And everybody in the mama have fear because they have anger and because anger is evil and anger is wicked. And in wickedness, there is no peace. Christ came that you might have peace. And it's hard to find people who have peace. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. And I understand why. I really do understand why. I understand it. All right? So you got to, in order to find what you're looking for, you got to pull away and become your own person, be an individual and just observe what's happening on the inside of you. And being an individual does not mean that sometimes you hang out with folks or you on the phone, what's an everybody move? But you keep your eyes on you at all times, it would be amazing. All right? I want to mention, and some of you might be aware of it, what's happening in... Uh, uh, at uh, Asbury U- University, Asbury. And right now, and it's kind of going on around the country, it appears, because I think I saw a news clip or item of it. It happened in Santa Monica, California. I think I saw that at the beach somewhere. And some other schools, they're having what they're calling a revival. And... In this revival, a bunch of people, mostly white, young people, it seems, some older people and Zs, but mostly millennials, it seems, they are meeting up on these at these universities, and they're lifting up holy hands. They are uh, feeling good from the head to the toes. Ooh, 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 ooh. And they're feeling Jesus. And I'm looking at this, and I'm wondering, you know, just looking at it, and I want to know what you all think about it, if you've seen it, that it has just broken out of nowhere. Apparently, and I have somewhat of the report, if I remember correctly, they were at this Asbury University, and they were meeting and doing their religious service thing, and I guess some guy got up and put put his business out there at that meeting. And from that, everybody started worshiping. And so it just kind of spread it around the country. And this has happened before. It's not new. It just all of a sudden it has appeared. And again, it seemed to be mostly whites, but sprinkled with some blacks and I guess Hispanic people, I think. It's interesting. And so what do you think about it? Have you seen it? Are you being helped by it? Blah, blah, blah. Well, the Asbury Revival at Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. Uh, And you may have heard my experts and I talking about this yesterday. Well, it has ended at Asbury. And primarily because it became too many, too crowded. 
no parking, no bathroom facilities, and all that kind of stuff. So they had to end it. And here is the uh, soundbite on that from Fox, Carolina. Watch this. Massive worship service on the campus of a small Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky, is wrapping up after two straight weeks. It began on February 8th when students at Asbury College stayed after the end of a mandatory chapel service and it sparked a spiritual sensation that brought in tens of thousands to the small town. Of people from around the world standing in line outside the college's main chapel for an opportunity to take part in the singing praying, and discussion. The university decided to conclude the public service because of parking and seating had all exceeded capacity. So they ended, according to report, they ended it at Asbury. But um, it is uh, still going on at other places, other colleges and um, around the country. And um, and it's interesting, it's interesting that this is happening. It's interesting that it is happening, and it's interesting that it's mostly white. Excuse me. Interesting that it is white. Amazing, right? So what do you think about it? Is this good or what does it all mean? It has happened before. And my producer, Sean, gave me some information on it. Um, Sean, come and help me with this. Because these are photos about it. And Sean, he white. My brand new producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show and a little Bible thumper. And he, uh, (laughs) good morning. Morning. So uh, I want you to explain the photos to the folks. And and this is Sean Folk, my new producer. And he's taking Nick play. Nick has started his own show. Still working here at the radio, with the radio show. But he's going full time. Doing his show Monday through Friday. He cannot produce the Justin Lee Peterson show, the Nick show, and do other stuff for the the Justin Peterson. So we had to hire a new producer. So this is Sean, uh, also an expert, brand new expert on the Justin Lee Peterson show. You want to put headsets on or you don't like headsets? Yeah, I'll put some headsets on. Okay. You don't like them? Okay. <laughs> I don't mind them. <laughs> So Asbury Seminary, right? This is from Asbury Seminary. In uh, Wilmore, in 1970, an idea emerged to hold a Christian music festival as a counterpoint to Woodstock. The, uh, what's that word? Itches? Ichthus. 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 What does Ichthus mean? Ichthus is a Greek word, uh, ancient Greek word. It means fish in Greek. Oh. Uh, it's also an acronym. So each letter stands for a Greek word. And um, each of those words has a ancient Greek meaning. And when you lay out those words in sequence, those five words, it's I, they start with I, uh, C-H-T-H-Y-S. The original spelling is, is with a Y, not a U. But it's not important. What, what's important is that uh, those words laid out mean Jesus Christ, uh, Son of God, Savior. Oh, interesting. So the ichthus fish, the Christian fish symbol, the Jesus fish um, has a, a few names. But that symbol has come down through the through the years for thousands of years. And... People still use it today. And so this festival that they started lasted for 43 years, right? Right. And we have pictures of it. And explain the pictures. Right. So the Asbury Revival of 1970 happened in, I think, February of 1970. And then this was sometime after that they came up with an idea to do a music festival. And it just lasted year after year. 
Um, tickets at that time were, I don't know, two or three dollars, and now today they're almost a hundred dollars. Oh, um, Biden cost. What's that? That's because oh, yeah, of right, Biden right. economic situation. Right. <laughs> inflated, <laughs> inflated ICTHIS numbers. Amazing. Right. And so um, it was started as a result of uh, Woodstock. Yeah, as a counterpoint to Woodstock. It yeah. was the Christian version of Woodstock. So the Woodstock people were smoking pot and painting their faces and right. free sex and all that, right? Right, and they said, we got to give people another, a different example of what this, what this could be. Oh, okay. And as far as the revivals in, in Wilmore go, this, uh, according to reports that I saw, there have been up to eight revivals at that college throughout the years, ever since 1890. There have been many, many different revivals. Over at Asbury? Uh-huh. And so they just start, and then at some point they end, and then at some point they break out again? Uh, right, yeah. At, I mean, throughout all of these different revivals, you know, the, the service will start, and then it just won't end for a certain period of time. Some of them last for a weekend, some of them last for a week. Um, and people just, don't, you know, don't leave. They'll come from all over. And what is the purpose? Why do they end? Um, People just get tired. I guess they get tired. They got to go to sleep at some point. <laughs> Amazing. And does anything so far? Does anything good come out of them that maybe I'm missing? I mean, come from it. You could say that it that it helps spread the spread the good word. You okay. Know? But um, as far as I can tell, a real revival is something that starts somewhere and spreads. It's not as much something like this kind of revival that happened in 2023 just just a week ago is something that starts locally and has people attracted to it as far as the opposite way. But this is spreading in that there are other they're doing it at other universities and and at the beach down in Santa Monica, California, I believe I saw. Right. That is true. Is that spreading? Does that mean spreading? Are you talking about something else? No, I'm talking about the the spirit of it. Of it, it is spreading, but the people are coming to one location. Oh, and as far as you know, James and Nick talking yesterday about it, I largely agree with a lot of the things that they were saying. Um, as far as you know, people coming, you know, holding up holy hands, acting out, and nothing really changing in their in their personal life. Um, you know, a lot of young people just will overshoot their shot when they're, you know, trying to come to the spe- come to the spirit, <laughs> yeah. you know, come to the Father. Amazing. Why do you think it's mostly, if you've thought about this, why do you think it's mostly white people? <sighs> white people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't you know got the one. white people worshiping Jesus and the blacks killing. <laughs> killing Jesus. Amazing. So you, what uh, <laughs> some of you may have seen that, that, uh, fish thing and, uh, fish bumper sticker on cars. Right. I used to think that when I first saw it, when I, when I moved out here to LA, I would see the Christian with the fish thing. Right. I just thought that it meant, it meant, uh, it was just a sign of that person being a Christian, but there was a little more to it than what I knew. And you explained that to me yesterday. And this is from Bible study tool. Isthmus, the fish, the Christian fish symbol, has a history characteristic attitude to, to the spread of Christianity during a time of persecution. The symbol was used to display meeting places for worship, right? Right. Mean, and we have, oh, we have a photo of the fish. So if somebody was walking down the road or at the beach and they saw that, they would automatically know that that was a Christian sign right? and people were meeting somewhere? Right. During times when Christians were persecuted, it was a way for one Christian to recognize another. And this is, le- you know, it's legend. This is the, the legend about it. But... It was a way for Christians to recognize each other because, you know, if you were to 
draw one arc or line in the sand and the other person knew what you were doing, they would complete it and draw the other arc in the sand and you would know that that person was another, another Christian. But if they weren't, they would just think, oh, he's just drawing, drawing lines in the sand. That part of the whole story of the fish is somewhat speculation. It's, it's legend that, that that whole part of it could have been um, you know, fabricated over the years. Could have also been true. But what's definitely true is that the word ichthys, which, is, which refers to that symbol, mm-hmm. um, does stand for – it is an acronym and it stands for – um, Jesus. How did you find that at the beach? No, that's a uh, that's a uh, picture from Google. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have seen those at the beach. Though. Oh, you have? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, a non-Christian, let's say that a Allah U Abba person walked by, and they saw that, they wouldn't think of it as a Christian thing. They wouldn't today, know. Today, they would, but back when they were persecuted, oh, I see. It was a secret. Allegedly, it was a secret um, symbol so that Christians oh, okay. would, would recognize each other. Do the Christians still use that symbol today, the fish sign? They do. I mean, most commonly on bumper stickers on cars. Right. But you see it, you see it spray painted. You see it um, on bathroom walls. You know, you see it all over the place. Okay. Uh, and Hassan, you're saying that it's copped it? Well, um I actually know um, someone who is a Coptic uh, Christian, uh, which is supposedly like the origin um, in Egypt, and they those Christians were really persecuted by the Muslims, like uh, back whatever. So yeah, to what Sean is talking about, um, I know that people would even in like aggressive moments they would just with their foot do something like that and it would allow people to it would be like a secret uh, oh, language <laughs> really so coptic is another name for christianity well like evangelists or catholic or something like that yeah they they were the uh from what i understand they were like the origin uh church in it started in egypt Oh, they were the original. Yeah, from they, from what I know, they started Christianity. I, I believe so, and then I believe the Catholic Church um, uh, bro- uh, came from that. They they divided, um, but yeah, it started from the Coptic uh, Church, from what I believe. And so the Allahu Akbar people didn't like the Coptic Christian, right? Oh, and they were trying to persecute them. And that's how the fish sign came about. Am I right? It's part, probably part of it. Have yeah. you heard of Coptic Christian? I've never heard of that, no. Yeah. Look like I've heard of it. I've heard the word Coptic Christian before, I think. Yeah. Uh, James has said, hey, can say that they are Iraqi Christians. Yeah, Iraqi Christians. Some of the originals, right? Coptic Orthodox Church in Egyptian is uh, Egyptian Orthodox Church. That's too much. <laughs> what, uh, anyway, I was just agree with the amazing uh, story that Sean did. I know. <laughs> amazing. Any more on that? Um, yeah, as far as where that symbol might have come from, the fish, symbol, uh, the fish references in the Bible, um, there's plenty of them. Okay. Um, you know, we're... We're born in, you know, people who are baptized are born into water. At least four of Jesus' disciples were fishermen. And as you're, you're going to get to, there's more references as well. And some of the references, references of the fish thing is after his resurrection, Jesus cooked fish for his disciples, according to John 21, right? And Matthew 13, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. What does that mean? Uh, it's just a metaphor. You oh. know, the kingdom of heaven being like a net or drag net like they would use in right. fishing to gather fish or men. 
into, into the kingdom. In Matthew 4, 19, Jesus said, follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. Right. That's probably the most, um, most talked about. Yeah. You, know, you hear that all the time. Verse, being a fisher of men. Yeah. Amazing. And so as a result of that, people drew the fish. Yeah, very well, very well could have been that, yeah. And so the fisherman, uh, fish, uh, the net, let's see here. When it says that it's like throwing into the sea, throwing this net into the sea and gather fish of every kind, is that referring to all kinds of people? Right. Oh, okay. It's a metaphor. Amazing. Interesting. How do you know about the issues thing? I had first heard about that in in um, in college. I had a professor who went to those music festivals, and he may have you know he may have exaggerated a little bit, but he said they were epic. They were they were you know absolutely you know beautiful. There were <laughs> thousands and thousands. I think that I read somewhere that the most people there at one point was like fifteen thousand people. It could have been many, many, many more. Right. Um, but that was the first time I heard about ichthys and the and the meaning of that word. Nice. Amazing. Are we able to play that soundbite from that guy that you showed me yesterday? Sure. I mean, I'm sure we could play it. Can we play that? I'm sure we could play it. We can, yeah. Do you have it? Yes, I was going to play it during the break. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's already oh, okay. it's geared already up for the break. Organized for the break. Okay. So during the break, we'll hear more about fish. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. Welcome. And so one last thing about this thing that broke out at Asper. Mm-hmm. You see it as helpful. I'm not saying it's not helpful, but you see it. As, what would you rather have, the breaking out of the worshiping of God or the breaking out of the black killing folks and robbing and stealing? I mean, that's a, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't want to say it's totally helpful. I really don't, have, you know, don't have a problem with it. But there's right. no, me either. Yeah, there's no. Where's where's the, you know, quiet overcoming? Where's the stillness? Right. Where's the fellowship in the real meaning of that word? You know, that's my, that's my question about it. There were also a bunch of alleged stories where there were women screaming. There were demonic possessions. You know, allegedly. At this event? At the event, people speaking in, in, in tongues, like those kind of things. Oh, what a mess. So, who knows? But, you know, I have no, I'm not taking it personally. I don't have no problem, <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, me either. It's interesting to watch it without judging it, you know, to just see it for what it is. Right. Because, uh, you know, we've seen these things happen over and over again before. It's not the first time, at least I have seen them happen. I just don't know. And they seem to fade away after a time. And then, they, as you've mentioned, they come back and then they fade away and then come back again. Right. Amazing. Thank you, man. Welcome. That's Sean Fo, brand new producer on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. And an expert on the show here. Amazing, huh? 888-7753. 773. Let me go to Nancy out of California. Nancy, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Mr. Jesse. Good morning. I have a question for you. Yes. My my question is... Nancy, do me a kind of favor. Hold on. I didn't realize we were right out of break. Like, just hold on for me, okay? Okay. I'll take you as soon as I come back. Uh, the Super Chats and the phone calls when I come back. Back in a moment. There are these two young fish swimming along, and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way, who nods at them and says, morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit, and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, what the hell is water? The point of the fish story is merely that the most obvious, important realities are often the ones that are hardest to see and talk about. If you worship money and things, now I totally disagree with the way things are going. You will never have enough. Never feel you have enough. It's the truth. 
worship your own body and beauty and sexual allure and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally plant. There are these two young fish swimming along and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way who nods at them and says, morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, what the hell is water? The point of the fish story is merely that the most obvious, important realities are often the ones that are hardest to see and talk about. If you worship money and things, if they are where you tap real meaning in life, then you will never have enough. Never feel you have enough. It's the truth. Worship your own body and beauty and sexual allure and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally plant you. The whole trick is keeping the truth up front in daily consciousness. Worship power, you will end up feeling weak and afraid, and you will need ever more power over others to numb you to your own fear. Worship your intellect, being seen as smart, you will end up feeling stupid, a fraud, always on the verge of being found out. Look, the insidious thing about these forms of worship is not that they're evil or sinful, it is that they are unconscious. They're the kind of worship you just gradually slip into, day after day, getting more and more selective about what you see and how you measure value without ever being fully aware that that's what you're doing. The really important kind of freedom involves attention and awareness and discipline. That is real freedom, which has almost nothing to do with knowledge and everything to do with simple awareness. Awareness of what is so real and essential so hidden in plain sight all around us all the time that we have to keep reminding ourselves over and over, this is water. This is water. That's amazing. It's a, oh, Sean, come here for a minute. It's an interesting story behind this guy, too. Um, Sean told me about it yesterday. I never heard of this guy, and apparently he's dead now. But He did. But apparently he was a very wise guy and tell us tell us about this guy again so that was a short clip from david foster wallace he's an american writer um he was born in illinois and that's from a commencement speech in 2005 that he made um at a college and the actual speech is like 25 minutes long the whole thing is 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 really great that was deep, what we just heard. Yeah, that's just two minutes of the whole 25 minutes. Right. And he's a, I don't want to say he's a controversial f- figure, but everyone's got their own opinion about him right. and his writing yeah. and his personal life. Um, unfortunately, he committed suicide in t- 2008. He was on antidepressants his whole life. He got off them in his 40s, and a few months later, he wasn't able to you know, handle reality. Amazing. And his writing really stands alone. Like, you can't compare it to anyone else. It's, it's really just, ep- like, epic. He, um, he's one of those, you know, once in 50 years kind of writers that defined a whole generation in the late 80s, 90s, early, early 2000s. And um, I first encountered him in, in college as well. And... Um, that's the first time I heard that speech about you know ten ten years ago, and it's his writing is. I've had to read up on him, man. Definitely meant a lot to me. It's not easy. It's not easy writing. Yeah, but it, you know, it's challenging. When you say it's not easy, what do you mean? It's uh, challenging in what way? It's challenging. It's it's complex. You know, the the plots, the characters. Oh, are, they are accessible to the average reader, but it is it is a challenge to get through it. It's long. It's a lot of big words, you know. Um, but his most famous book is called Infinite Jest. Um, it's like a th- it's like nine hundred fifty pages long. Whoa! I'm black. Ain't no way. I'm and, gonna read all that. Yeah. What the, does it have a lot of pictures? No pictures at, well, at all. Oh, well, I'll, um, I'll just listen. Come to on, it. man! Right. <laughs> no pictures. But his nonfiction, his articles that he wrote for certain magazines, are. Um, where he first really started to get famous. Uh, he wrote one about cruise ships. He wrote one about the Maine Lobster Festival. Um, and I would highly recommend the cruise ship article. That's the first one that really 
threw him into the spotlight. And yeah, just amazing. He's writing, you know, has meant, meant a lot to me over the years. And what's his name again? David Foster Wallace. Right on. Thank you, man. Welcome. Amazing. Eight 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 seven seven five three. Seven seven three. Let me go back to Nancy out of California. The Hake Report is coming up at nine a.m. By the way, the Hake H A K E Report dot com from nine to eleven a.m. Pacific time. Nancy, go ahead. Thanks for holding. No worries. Good morning, Mister Jesse. Good My morning. question to you is this: What will you do if you found out that your pastor is divorced and remarried? How would you do? What will you do? When you will do it, and why? If your who had remarried, your pastor. Your what? Pastor a church. If your pastor had remarried, or remarried. Uh, your pastor is divorced and remarried. Oh, what would you do? Yeah, what would you do? How would you? How would you do it? When you will do it, and why? Uh, I would have no opinion of. It at all, and if I can learn something from him that can help me see what's going on with myself, if I can be helped by his teaching, whatever he's doing, I would just focus on that. But with his personal business, it's not your business at all because you're not there for his personal business. You're there for to see if you can get a, an idea of to how to find what you're looking for. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your um, opinion. Appreciate okay. it. All right. Are you getting okay. help? Are you getting help from him? Uh, not much. Oh, okay. Well, if he's not helping you because you're looking for something, and everything you're looking for really is inside of you, and he should be pointing you back to you within, right? But if you're not getting help, there's no reason to be there, and then just wish him well and move on with your and work on yes, sir. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Amazing. It's, it's evil to get involved with someone else's business. It means you don't have a life, and you're, trying, you're miserable, and you're trying to make someone else miserable. What a mess. Thank you, Nancy. Very interesting. Let me, there's a light open at 888-7753-773. Let me go to Bob and Thumping Thursday here. Let me go to Drew. Drew, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Morning, Jesse. How are you? All this well, sir. All right, great. So since it's Bible Thumping Thursday, I just wanted to mess around with the Bible a little bit. Are you on the speakerphone or something? No, sir. Okay. Speak up a little bit then. Okay. Is this better? Yes. Great. So you say that Christ came so that we may have peace, correct? Right. Yeah. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, Christ explicitly states that I did not come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. And that sword is the word of God, which is the light, which divides the light from the darkness um, and divides those who are in sin from those who want to overcome sin. It's only until Christ dies and is, resurrect- is resurrected that we see the peace that Christ talked about, because the Holy Spirit then comes after that. So I wanted to know, in knowing that, do you think that Christ still came to bring us peace? Yes, without a doubt. Why do you think he did not come? Where are you getting that idea from that he did not come to bring peace? Well, he said that in Matthew ten chapter uh, in Matthew chapter ten verse thirty four. Okay, and how do you explain? Um, how do you explain? Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not mm-hmm. as the world giveth. Yet I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That uh, was Jesus. Um, This from John 14, 27. How will you explain that? That, I believe that was after the resurrection, correct? How would you explain that? So my explanation to that would be 
once he overcomes the world, uh-huh. like he said, he would send his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, as you know, is the thing that teaches you all things. And that's the thing that brings you peace and understanding. And so Jesus came to divide the light from the darkness and to help us or give us a way back to overcome. And after he, after he overcomes, that's where the peace comes in the people who want to overcome. But as you know, the people who don't want to overcome, who don't care about the light, they're not going to get any peace. Do you have peace? Yes, sir. You have perfect peace? Yes, sir. So you will, it says you will keep in perfect peace the steadfast of mind because he trusts in you. That's from Isaiah right. 26, 23. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it, man. Once, do I have another question, though? Yes, sir. Quickly. So uh, I heard Larry Elder talk about some of your early days. Uh-huh. And one of the things he said was that you used to keep homeless people at your place and you would try to help them overcome. And I thought that was a really interesting thing to learn about. And I wanted to know, what did you learn from those days and and working with homeless people? Well, they weren't homeless, but I know Larry came and did a story on that once, or he visited. Uh, They were all, as every human being is, they were yearning for the Father, they had been turned away. They were angry. They had been turned away from their earthly fathers. And they had this anger of their mothers. And as a result, they, they were living in darkness. And those who forgave overcame. And those who did not, did not overcome. Okay. And it's the same spirit around the whole world. Nice. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate that, yes, man. Yes, sir. Okay. My God. Thank you. All right, buddy. 888-7753-773. Victor out of California. Victor, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Uncle Jesse. How's it going? Good uh, to hear you. All is well, Victor. Good. Right on. So I'm here to answer the biblical question. Are you a whole or divided person? Well, I'm a whole man. So I'm a whole person, and I divide it by having a spiritual life, a work life, and a family life. And when it comes to work, because every man needs to work, you know, I've gone, I've had many different trade skills. I've got fired, I've got let go, I've quit. So you have your work, right, that creates you as a man. Right. What you do is kind of what defines you. And then you have a spiritual um, part of your life, right? You know, Bible Thumper Thursday, who are you spiritually, right? Is Christ the most important thing in your life, or is money? Are you an individual that follows Christ, or are you part of the crowd? And one thing I can explain being a whole person with Christ is, when you're looking for a church, right, it's you ask yourself, is this church good for me? Do I fit in here? Is this church, does it have what I need to become a stronger, more of a whole person, right? And this is a shout-out to your church, Jesse. When I went to your church well, maybe three or four years ago, uh, it had it had a great fellowship, and it was, you know, it was nice. And then you also have the, are you a whole or divided person? And that also has a branch of family. But I don't have a family yet, but I'm working on it. Amazing. Where did, the, where did you get the idea from that you need to look for a church? Where did you get that from? Well, I did not look or understand I was looking for a church. No, I'm asking you, where did you get the idea from that anybody needs to look for a church? Well, it comes to your revival, and I I threw that in there just to... No, 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 no. I'm just asking, you're not the only person I've heard that says, um, I'm looking for a church in New York, I'm looking for a church in this place or that place. Where did the idea come from that a human being need to look for a church? The idea came from being around a 
group of similar-minded people. Oh, okay. All right. Mitchell, I appreciate you responding to the biblical question, man. I'll put, I would like to put it in now, but I have to wait. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you, man. Cool. Shout out to Nick. See you guys later. Bye. Uh, All right, buddy. Shout out to Nick. Shout out, Nick. Super chat. Super Super chat. Super chat. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, super. Yes. Oh, here we and go. Here come hate. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get it going. We're gonna start here on Streamlabs. Hate going here. All right, <laughs> and it is from Soul Conscious Jesse. The spiritual battle is so apparent these days. The Great White Hope is battling in that fight, working on the side of good, and the haters hate it. Trump twenty twenty four. With JLP on the ticket. Amazing. Thank you. Mind blowing. The president uh, went over to President Trump, the Great White Hope, went over to uh, Palestine. Is it called Palestine? East Palestine. East Palestine. Ohio. Ohio. And it was amazing. The people loved it over there. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's so funny now that every now everyone else is trying to uh, rush to go over there. I know, too late now. <laughs> uh, and on Streamlabs from the You Not You, the Asbury Revival is the exact opposite of JLP Christianity. No forgive mama, no get rid of anger, lots of hooping and hollering, emotional mess. It's happened before, it won't help at all. White people will still be afraid to speak truth in this country. Amazing. Thank you for your feedback on that. I appreciate it. And also from the you, not you, a true revival will have these people standing up to homosexuals, race hustlers, and all other radicals who have destroyed this country, aggressively pushing a conservative Christian agenda Throughout the land, all in the name of Jesus, watch and pray. In the name. Thank you. <laughs> what the? And on D Live from Evgeny Crosby with a couple of diamonds. I found that it's Evgeny. Evgeny. According to some people. <laughs> Evgeny? Nice. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Okay, Evgeny Crosby. <laughs> we got it right. Joe Biden just gave Zelensky $500 million more million just in time for Bible Thumper Thursday. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. And from Justin Childers, Asbury is nonsense, Jesse. They have had homos and women preachers leading the services. It's all emotions. It's all thoughts. It's all hooping and hollering. Amazing. Thank you. And on Odyssey. Your Odyssey. From Tom. O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com. Yep. Slash at Jesse Lee Peterson. Slash at Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> what From now? Tommy Boy 7. Morning, Jesse and crew. Could you give your perspective on Proverbs 16.9? In their hearts. Humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Thank you. Amazing. Well, one thing for sure, when you have anger, your heart is wicked. You think you're planning your course, but you're not. You're being influenced by evil. But once the anger, which is evil, which is hatred, is taken away from your heart, then God will establish your course. It's mind-blowing. Thank you. And from Mari Ubaldo, from the archive service, hola, Jesse and crew. Hey, Jesse, isn't this funny? I got a guy trying to steal my husband's license plate, and when I went to confront him, he took off. (laughs) That's crazy. What (laughs) the? They're stealing everything nowadays. What a mess. I just heard a report this morning, brief report. 
and I don't know all the details at all, but down in Orlando, Florida, apparently some black guy, young guy too, killed a news reporter. And then, and I don't have the whole story right, so I'm, I'm not saying exactly what happened. And apparently he ran into a house and killed uh, a mother and a child, or at least something like that. And so my point is this mess is happening all over the country, whether so-called conservative or Republican country is happening everywhere. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. And that's all for now. Amazing. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Did you hear about that story? No, but I was looking it up just now. A Yeah, according to the headlines, Spectrum News 13 reporter Dylan Lyons was killed in a Pine Hills shooting. I guess that's in Florida, Orlando TV uh, news journalist. Yeah. And a nine-year-old girl was killed, too. Right. And the mother, did the mother die or she was just wounded uh, of the girl? A woman was found shot to death earlier in the day. Oh. So an Orlando oh, okay. TV journalist and child were shot and killed Wednesday evening near a crime scene where a woman was found shot to death earlier in the day. A brutal spate of violence in Pine Hills. Shock and grief. In Orange County, Florida. What a mess, huh? Yeah. And it was a black guy. Allegedly. Huh. A black guy. The uh, reporter was a was a 24-year-old Philadelphia native. Yeah, he was real young. Huh, yeah. And there was a photojournalist, too, who was critically injured, Jesse Walden. Keith Melvin Movis. Keith Melvin Movis was the suspect, is the suspect, 19 years old, in custody. Uh, apparently, and, I, and again, I, I don't know the whole detail, but these reporters... W- after this black guy had killed some woman in that neighborhood they were in. 38-year-old Natasha. The, the reporters went there to uh, report on that story. Oh, man. And somehow or another, they left or they went back or something, and this black guy allegedly at least killed one of them. Um, oh, my gosh. What a mess, I'm huh? looking at pictures of him. <laughs> you got a fro. Oh, yeah. It's like worse than a fro. Yeah. Let's see if I can drag it in there. Ah, darn. Which? Web P. I hate that. Which Sorry. would you prefer to see white people lifting up, holding hands, and gathering in mobs and singing and praising Jesus, or black people in mobs killing Jesus? I would, of course. Love uh, the the whites. What? The whites. The white Christians. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. White people praise Jesus. Black people kill Jesus. Yep. Talk about killing Jesus. You're telling me. I got to take a break two more hours ago. When I come back, more of your phone calls and super chats and news items. Bible Thumper Thursday. Hate is coming in with the hate news. Not the fake news, but the hate news. I'll be back in a moment. Two more hours to go. So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that I, I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help, like... I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church.
Uh, storms uh, blowing through. <laughs> uh, same news every day, practically lately, huh? And uh, I have an update on that Ohio toxic train. As you heard JLP mention, uh, our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, paid a visit to those beautiful folks in East Palestine, Ohio. And Nipsey Hussle died. He was shot and killed. And they have sentenced his... I guess, convicted murder. This is the end of hour one of the Jason Lee Peterson Show. It is Bible Thumper Thursday, February 23rd, 2023 AD. Stay tuned for hour two. Jesse Lee will be right back to your calls. But first, fake news, not fake news. All kinds of fake milk. And the FDA wants to help. It's a government organization, so be leery. Call me, Nonsense Network, CNN reports. In the dairy section of your grocery store, if you have one, there are likely shelves of plant-based milk alternatives, PBMAs, oat, almond, soy, cashew, coconut, flaxseed, hazelnut, hemp seed, macadamia nut, pea, peanut, pecan, and quinoa milks, and the list goes on. To help, quote-unquote, streamline the confusing, confusing how, array of products, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, issued a new guidance Wednesday that requires companies, at least a draft, to better explain how these products compare with dairy milk, since they have milk in the name, quote-unquote. In the future, the label on alt milks, alt milks, could, alternative milks, could state, quote, contains lower amounts of vitamin D and calcium than milk or contains less protein than milk. Duh. FDA.gov shares this quote from a woman on their team. Getting enough of the nutrients in milk and fortified soy beverages is especially important to help children grow and develop. Wow, giving soy to children? And parents and caregivers should know that many plant-based alternatives do not have the same nutrients as milk. So said Mama Susan T. Maine, M-A-Y-N-E, Ph.D., director of the FDA's Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition. Meddling Mama, consumers may not understand that these products are made from liquids extracted from such tree nuts, legumes, seeds, or, or grains, and have a different makeup than traditional from traditional dairy milk. Not different than CNN. Why else would it be called cashew milk? Stupid. Winter storms are blowing through. Common Nonsense Network CNN reports more than eighty, more than eight hundred fifty thousand power outages have been reported in winter storms across the United States today. With more snow, icing, and blizzard conditions ahead, the wintry weather has already closed roads and hampered air travel across the Midwest with more than 40 inches of snow dumped in Wyoming, 32 inches in Montana over the past two days. More than 60 million people are currently under winter weather alerts from the west to the into the northern plains, Great Lakes region in New York and New England. Out west, an extremely rare event. Some parts of Southern California will be under blizzard warnings beginning Friday. A blizzard? In the first blizzard alert of its kind since 1989. Meanwhile, the southeast is basking in an unseasonably high temperatures with uh, dozens of record highs expected today from Florida as far north as Ohio. And speaking of Ohio, that toxic train derailment and burning and mess... Coming on Sense Network, CNN reports, nearly three weeks since that toxic train wreck in a small Ohio community, the National Transportation Safety Board is expected to release a preliminary report on the derailment today. The report comes amid mounting questions about how Norfolk Southern, the train's operator, has handled the incident and mechanical failures that may have preceded it. Residents in East Palestine, Ohio, voiced their frustrations during a Coming on Sense Network, CNN town hall Wednesday night where they spoke both to uh, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw, demanding answers about the derailment and the cleanup. Still, residents remain concerned about the impacts of chemicals lingering in the land, air, and groundwater. Meanwhile, our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, on Wednesday visited the site of the derailment and criticized the Sleepy Joe Biden's administration's handling of the disaster. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 2.
for an excellent Bible Thumper Thursday, as well as Hassan and Sean and Nick making it happen. The Jesse Lee Peterson Show, Monday through